Hey guys, welcome back to the show where we talk about how to manage your emotions so you can clarify your unconscious. And when you do that, more awareness, sure, but also you can start to make the decisions you want to make, discipline. You know, we often look at issues that we have in our life, even money issues. And from my perspective, from my, of course, highly biased perspective, a lot of our money issues and problems we have with money comes down to psychology. Now, I understand you need some uh, education around finance. You got to know what a balloon payment is and why you need to avoid that. But most of the time, if we have money problems, career problems, earning problems, workaholism problems, it's an emotional issue. It's a psychological issue that, manis- that manifests for you for whatever reason, you know, how, how you know we, we can put your experiences together and maybe come up with a reason why your problems are manifesting as money problems but ultimately that doesn't matter you know if you're gaining weight like some people gain it in their gut some people gain it on their ass doesn't matter you're gaining weight for whatever hormonal bunch of reasons genetic reasons you tend to gain weight more in one area than another you still need to start eating healthier regardless um, yeah, so we have uh, psychological issues that manifest as money problems. And this question this week touches on this issue of money problems. Specifically, this listener's question is, how much money do you need? She's watching a bunch of TikTok channels that say, hey, you got to make 400 grand a year to be middle class. And she references this article uh, that says Gen Z thinks they need minimum 170 grand her year to survive and she says hey we do pretty well but we don't do that well so am i delusional do we am i poor do we really need to make that much money how much money do you really need to make that's her question and to my answer to that is well it's, it's an incomplete question right because it's how much money do you need for what for what context for what person? For what needs do you have? Ultimately, this question is answered when you get really clear about what your needs are. And I think this has something to do with one of my theories of uh, why I think rich people are rich. Or rich people tend to make more money. Or what is the cause? You know, what is some common denominator there that rich people have that poor people don't? And there's a bunch of causes. <laughs> There's a lot of causes, but one of the causes I think is that rich people think they need a certain amount of money. They think they need more than you need. You know, there's those studies that say that ask different people of different economic backgrounds, how much money do you think you need to survive? Just bare minimum, just scraping by. Uh, uh, what what would be a, a minimum yearly income? And a lot of people answer, well, twenty thousand or thirty thousand a year. They ask rich people, and they'll say stuff like. 100 grand a year, 150 grand a year, that's the bare minimum. People say, well, yeah, they say that because they're rich and they're used to that. And I think it's more, no, they think they need that. You know, for them, 150 grand is bare minimum and they just can't imagine going any lower or, or earning less. Like, I would just starve on the street if I made less than 150 grand, you know, even if I lived in Idaho. I think they have that need, they have that boundary. I would argue, so they're more likely to make the 500 grand, the 600 grand. It's not a direct causal relationship there, but they're definitely more likely. If you're stupid, if you don't have a game plan, if you don't have a strategy, it's going to be difficult no matter what you think. 
which is, I, I think, you know, I just seen lives ruined by the law of attraction. And while I understand what the law of attraction is generally, it misses a fundamental point. And I think generally what the law of attraction would say, or, you know, mindset training, we can put all this under the same category, self-help. They say, if you visualize it, you materialize it. If you have the goal, if you just focus on the goal, think and grow rich, right? Uh, how to win friends and influence people. It's all that same kind of, you have the right mindset and then your world is created from that mindset. And that is so close to being true, but also so off. The truth is you don't get what you want. You get who you are. You get your boundary. You get your integration of your unconscious with your conscious. You get how well you regulate emotions. I am saying the same thing in a slightly different way. If you can't just convince yourself that you need 150 grand a year. You don't, you don't get that by just convincing yourself. You have to live in a certain way and have certain experiences, regulate those experiences in a certain way that gets you to have that boundary, to have that authentic self. Um, yeah, which is something that all that misses. Anyway, so, so she's asking, how much money do you really need to survive? Um, it doesn't matter. It, you know, it doesn't matter. What, what do you think? Right? That's the issue. What do you think? I think that the issue isn't how much money you need to be happy or what's the optimal amount of money you need to be happy. It's what do you think you need? And I, sure, I can point to studies. I think they've done this. And I think the, the number is 200 grand a year. If you make 200 grand a year, you're, you're going to become more and more happy up until you make 200 grand a year. Then after that, yeah, you're going to make more money and maybe that's nice, but you're not going to be any happier. So you can point to studies like that or, or this is something that I challenge everybody to do is stop looking outside of what do I want? What's okay for me to want? Oftentimes we, we look outside and we try to calibrate with the environment, which I understand we all do that to some degree, but part of this asking yourself what you want, what you need and going after it, you got to get the needs right. Like what's a healthy need and what's an unhealthy need. And I think we're, we're more likely to develop healthy needs when we ask ourselves, okay, what do I want? And how do you do that? Do you just ask yourself that? Well, yeah. And here's three specific ways you can ask yourself that. Um, really three specific ways that I do, that I encourage my clients to do if they have issues generally with this area. There's three things you need to do to develop awareness about money so you're more in tune with how much you need. The first thing to do is to simply write down how much you make each week or month, whatever, and how much you spend. Now, a lot of people hear this and they say, oh, like a budget. No, this is not a budget. You're not saying I only want to spend this much. I, I better make this much. And if I don't, then I'm you know, going to be sad and uh, I'm going to criticize myself. You know, my father's not around to criticize me. So I'm going to use this as an, as an excuse to criticize myself by not hitting my, my budget goals for the month or the week. No, it's not a budget. I don't know who sticks to budgets. Who are these psychopaths? I don't. I can't do it. I mean, maybe for a little bit, I've definitely tried it. I don't think that's important. I think what matters is, can you write down in a non-judgmental, safe space, if, you know, fully accept yourself way, can you simply write down how much you made each week, put it down on a piece of paper. I use an Excel document. It's really easy. 
If I can figure out how to do it, I'm sure you can. Two columns, right? How much you make, how much you spend. And then if you really want to, you can add it up, subtract it, you know, whatever, to get your grand total, your net positive or net negative for the week or for the month. I find a week's easier. I, I know people who, who do this, they find a week's easier, you know, going on a weekly basis. That's the first thing you do. Are you aware? And you can say, oh, I know how much I spend. You know, I, I see the price in the cash register. Stop. Stop lying to yourself. Write it down in black and white. Doesn't matter what it is. This is what I talk about, the difference between a routine and a ritual. Subtle difference, but vital, absolutely vital difference. You can do this. I know that you are able to write down how much you make and how much you spend each week. So that's the first thing you do. The second thing you do, you know, I mentioned this before, is you talk about how much you make, exactly what you wrote down. Just talk about that. Say that to somebody else. A spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, a business partner. Maybe if you don't have none of those things, call up your mom, call up your dad, and tell her or him every week. And let them know what you're doing. Just talk to somebody about this. Try it with the dog. Just talk about it with your dog. If, if you know, talking about it with a human being, looking at a human face, is, is just too much for you. So that's the second thing you do. And then the third thing you do is you save. You save 20%. Where did I come up with that number 20%? I don't know. That just seems like a good number. Maybe you want to save 25. Maybe you want to save 15. I don't care. But you can consciously take 20% of what you make each week and set it aside. Now, is that 20% a buck 40? Okay, then that's that's what it is. I think there's something about taking what you make and putting it aside. I don't care where you put it. I have no advice, zero advice on where to put it, that you need a financial person for that. I would tell you something awful. If you seriously take financial advice from me, you're the stupidest person in the world. This is not financial advice. This is psychological advice in regards to our finances. So you do those three things. Write down how much you make, how much you spend, talk about it with somebody, have the conscious awareness to save 20%. If you can only save 1%, if that's, then, then just do that. I, I don't think the money, the, from a, a psychological perspective, I don't think the percentage matters. Uh, and do that for a few months, somewhat consistently, and then after a few months, you tell me what you need. Now, you may not have a totally clear idea yet, but it's going to be more clear. You're going to be able to put it in more definitive terms, and you're going to be less distracted by whatever they say on TikTok or this one article that's probably, you know, just it's clickbait. I mean, yeah, people saying you need 400 grand a year to be middle class. That's what financial people, I mean, that's scare tactic to advertising. That's Hey, you thought you were middle class. We're taking that away from you. You know, of course, the one of the principles of advertising is you're much more likely to pursue something that you lost rather than seek something that you have never had. Right? Um, so they're trying to put you in that stage, probably trying to sell something. Um, you know, that's fine. That's totally his prerogative. And if he has a valuable whatever service that he provides, then maybe it's good for him. Uh, but you need to define your boundary. You need to become aware. I just said the same thing in two different ways. And do those three things. And I think you're going to be well on your way. 
Now, is it going to happen all at once? No, but that's the point of the ritual. It doesn't have to happen all at once. You can just put some things in your back pocket and you know for a fact, you don't have to convince yourself of anything, that this isn't positive thinking. You have to delude yourself into, into believing that you're this awesome guy when you're clearly not. You're just becoming more aware, right? That's the idea. You're developing more of a boundary. That's the idea. And yeah, needs, what are your needs? They just come from awareness. They come from who you are. And I'll repeat myself. You do not get what you want. You get exactly who you are generally most of the time. Thank you guys. I'll leave it there. If you want help defining needs, becoming more aware, that's all psychological health is anyways. Just defining your needs, your healthy needs, needs that you have for no other sake than you have them, and then managing the resistance that comes in between you and getting that need met, you know, the resistance, the anxiety. The payoff is part of that. That's all psychological health is. It's very simple. Difficult to work through. I mean, I'm just blown away how difficult this can be sometimes. How difficult it is for me, even though I'm this like really you know smart, super intelligent, awesome guy. How I just marvel at how stuck we can get, how stuck I can get, given how much I know. But it's okay. I can be stuck. It's okay to be stuck. We're all going to be stuck. Do you have a process to work through it? You need awareness. You need to first know how you work, how you function. That's the first thing. And then from there, we'll be able to manage your issues. So we do free consultations. AnimusEmpire.com slash schedule. If you have questions for me, put them in the comments. Uh, Animus at AnimusEmpire.com. There's a contact form on my website. And remember that if you're unsure about what you need, it's less about um, your needs and more about who you are. <laughs>